What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs. And welcome back to a very special episode of this gaming-related podcast. This week, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently because we're going to be focusing this entire episode on my E3 predictions for Xbox and Bethesda's Games Showcase. I do want to quickly preference this at the top of the show that some news has just dropped and I think it ties in nicely to Xbox's E3. They basically have confirmed that they're working with TV platforms to make xCloud work on TVs seamlessly with just the Xbox controller. They also confirmed that they're making a streaming stick, so what that'll be, we don't know. But I assume this next little bit that's in here, there's some really cool information that I think ties in to the Xbox E3 game showcase. And they say the following that gets me very very hyped indeed. Xbox is exploring new subscription offering for Xbox Game Pass so more players around the world can experience the most immersive and fun games across devices, geographies and financial realities. This makes me think at this showcase that they're actually going to be showing some new subscription model they've got coming for Xbox Game Pass. I have two things in mind what this could possibly be. The first being a family subscription that I think will possibly be in the middle of Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. I don't know if it'll be the full price. Maybe it'll be more than Game Pass Ultimate, but I think you'll get the ability to add multiple accounts to your Game Pass so you can have all of your family members playing and enjoying games. I think this is a great idea because I personally have two Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions running in my house, and I think this would save me a heck of a ton of money. The other thing that I think this could possibly be is a lower tier version than Xbox Game Pass that they could use to sell in countries that are slightly more poorer like Brazil and things of that nature where they could just have the Xbox games on so it could be things just like Halo and Gears and the Bethesda games but we don't see third party deals we don't see things like the indie games on there so they have a somewhat stripped down version they could also then use this stripped down version to go on other platforms that might necessarily not have these games available like the Nintendo Switch would be a great idea. I think that could possibly happen. I think we'll find out shortly on that front though when the show kicks off on June 13th. But enough about that, let's kick things off with what studios I don't think will be at the show this time around and I've got them listed out so here they go. Compulsion Games, Mo Yang, The Coalition, id Software, Roundhouse Studios, Tango Gamesworks and Zenimax Online Studios. Those reasonings I have is either they've recently released something like a brand new big update for their game or they've just released a game or they could possibly might take a little bit longer to bring their game out so I don't think any of those studios will be there but let's get into the show shall we we're going to kick things off with 343 Industries because they will be kicking off the show with a brand new Halo Infinite trailer it's going to be beautiful it's going to be short I would assume I don't think we're going to see a ton on that but I think we'll say like hey look Here's how the game looks now compared to how it looked last time. We'll have something to kind of compare it to last year's trailer. I think there will also be a five minute or so multiplayer walkthrough 
of the game and it will be coming this holiday 2021. I don't think they give a release date on that one just yet because I think they're going to need some wiggle room just in case this trailer does get ripped apart like the last one. But I think this game is going to be aiming for November 15th, 2021. I think that's their aim. Whether it comes out on that release date, we'll have to wait and see but it would just make sense to line it up perfectly with the 20th anniversary of Halo. Next up, I think will be Double Fine. I think they will finally announce the release date of Psychonauts 2, but they will also have something else to show off. They are known to have multiple teams working in the studio, so I think they'll tease something else, but I think Psychonauts 2 will be there and it will be coming in July. That is my opinion there. In Exile is a bit of a weird one, but I've got it here on the show notes because they just recently released Wasteland 3 last year. However, they've been kind of teasing that they're working on an RPG shooter. So maybe they've got another team over there working on this, but I think that could possibly pop up. Ninja Theory will be there with Hellblade 2. It will pop up in a montage is what I'm going to assume. Alongside other games from last E3, things like your Fable and your Perfect. Perfect Dark. I think the initiative will also show a Perfect Dark trailer, but I think it will be another CGI thingy majig. I don't know if we'll actually see gameplay on that one. Another studio that was there last time, Obsidian Entertainment, will announce The Outer Worlds 2. It has been rumoured too heavily. I think it's way too soon, but I think we'll get a logo or something in regards to that. Avowed, again, I think is one of those games that will appear in that montage of game clips from before. I don't think we'll see anything on that one, though. Playground Games is working on Fable. It will also appear in that montage that I said before, but I also think there's a possibility of a brand new trailer. Not a big one. It'll be a short one, I would assume, but I think it's time to finally show what Fable is. I know it might not be ready, but I'm just kind of hoping that it is because I love Fable and I'm ready to see it. Oh, and quickly just step back to Obsidian. I also think Grounded is going to get a big update and we'll get something in regards to that there as well. But I kind of forgot to include it on my show notes, so I just slipped my mind. But I've just remembered it, so we'll just throw it in here next to Rare, which I think will reveal a new update for Sea of Thieves. But they will also possibly have the Spitting Fish Simulator known as Everwild. I don't know if that one's going to show up. I want to know what that game is. We need to see what that game is. To round off this year, though, I think Turn 10 is going to be a big one for Microsoft with them announcing the new Forza Horizon 5, and it will be set in Mexico and launching in October, specifically October 21st. I don't know why, but that date just for some reason fits in my head. I don't even know what day it is, but October 21st is the first date that comes to mind when I think of this game. I definitely think it's going to be late October. I could be wrong, but we'll find out shortly in a couple days. Talking about a couple of days, Undead Labs is going to give us some gameplay of State of Decay 3, but it will have no release date. I don't have any reasoning for this apart from that I want to see it, basically. I'm a big man-child and I just want to see my toys and I want to play with them and have a good time. Talking about having a good time, World's Edge is going to reveal Age of Empire 4. Not the Apex map, but the studios, the creator of Age of Empire. I think that'll get shown off. I don't know if we'll get a release date on that one, but it'll be there in some fashion, I'm guessing. 
On to the Bethesda side of things, Arkane Austin is going to be working on a vampire-themed game called Omen. I don't know if that's going to be the title. It doesn't really make a ton of sense. I think it's going to be a pretty cool game, though. They previously worked on Prey. They've been extremely quiet for a very long time, and I think maybe we've got a Omen coming in 2022. Another game that I think will be in 2022, Machine Games will reveal a new Wolfenstein game, according to this man right here, and I think it will round off the trilogy nicely coming in at around spring next year that's when i guess that one will be here those aren't the only bethesda games coming next year though i think Bethesda's gonna have a cracking year with bethesda softworks dropping starfield that will end the e3 show with a one more thing trailer type thing with the release window of 2022 those are all the games that i think that are definitely going to be there i do have some other notes on here that i want to go into and, and that is the xbox game studios publishing because i think the majority of deals that will be worked out for xbox this time around will be focused on bringing games to game pass day and date i think it worked out extremely well for games like outriders i think that's going to be a standout type of thing where they'll be able to like look how well this game did i think those types of deals will continue throughout this year as well with some additions of some exclusive deals like the previously rumored project dragon from io interactive i don't think we'll hear anything on that one at this e3 but i think there is some cool stuff going on another one of these publisher type deals we've got crossfire x the campaign is being held up and being developed by remedy it looked absolutely fantastic last year so i think there is a high possibility that that game does release this year the place that i would put it in is september because i think that is a quiet month for microsoft if not, I do think they saved that game for early next year if it doesn't fit in that September slot. If it can't make it for that month, I think it would be best to save it for early next year. And then the last Game Studio published game, I think, is that Typhoon game that Jez Corden from Windows Central has been teasing. I think it's coming from Avalanche Studio and doing some social engineering and some trickery and looking around on the internet. And by that, I mean looking at Avalanche Studio's Instagram page. You can see in 2019 that they had Bandai Namco there at the studio. So there could be something possibly in collaboration with them and Xbox, but we'll have have to wait and see it's exciting i can't wait i think that'll definitely get shown off though the project typhoon and i definitely think it's from avalanche studio which if you don't know is the studio of just cause it's a little bit confusing because there's an avalanche software that worked on the disney infinity franchise that was owned by disney for a while but then went to warner brothers but they're completely different studios and i'm just going on a tangent for no reason Talking about no reason, the most unsurprising thing that will be at this conference will be the ID at Xbox montage. They turn up each and every year where they showcase a couple of games, where they focus on them nice and deep, and then they have a big old montage that includes games from prior e3s with release dates and things like that i think we'll get our montage with our funky generic music and it will have some release dates for some previously announced games such as 12 minutes please get a release date i want this so badly i just want it real badly right about now i've got two more points on this docket and this next one is a little bit dreamy it's a little bit oh it's the dreams of e3 and that is acquisitions 
I think it's time to buy another studio with some cool IP. It's probably going to be a somewhat medium-sized developer, similar to like Double Fine, one that can work on multiple titles at once. My dream pickup for this, which sounds perfect for Microsoft, is IO Interactive. They're currently working on a big franchise with 007. They're making a game for that. They also have their own really cool IP in the form of the Hitman series. They're also really good at pushing out games, so I think this is something that could possibly happen. It would make sense, especially if they're making an Xbox title as well. Maybe, possibly, we get some IO Interactive into some Xbox. We will see. I want that peanut butter and chocolate mixed up all in my goodness, because I like the sound of that very muchly indeed. It all depends on the 007 game though, I think if that game is tied up in a way in the contract where it has to be multi-plat, I think it's less likely Microsoft goes for an IO Interactive, but if there's a way where there's some wiggle room where they can work with the James Bond license holder that they could possibly make it exclusive, I think it's highly likely, and I think it's actually something that could happen. This next one though, this next one I'm highly skeptical of myself on this one. I'm Charlie Day matching everything, all the pictures and pointing like look, look how crazy I am type thing. You'll know exactly what I mean. It's the photo from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie, Charlie Day is the actor that plays him. I just know him by name because I like him. He's a very cool actor indeed. But I digress. This one is a little bit crazy banana pie. I go a little bit off the rails on this one. And I think there's two recent rumors that tie in nicely to one another. And the first being the X Xbox is currently working out a deal with the famed game director known as Hideo Kojima. This one is a pretty notable rumor and there's also lots of like people who think that this is actually a thing who would know like journalists like Jeff Grubb for example. This would tie in really nicely with another Xbox rumor where they have kind of been saying that Xbox is buying an IP from another company. There is a possibility that maybe these things connect, maybe they correlate in some way, maybe not, maybe I'm talking utter rubbish and I'm speculating too much. But what if Xbox buys an IP from a company that has kind of been shunned from the games industry a little bit and has some other businesses where they don't necessarily need to focus on games so much anymore? And that company is Konami. What does Konami own? Metal Gear. What do I think Microsoft is buying? Not Metal Gear. I think they're buying Silent Hill. This sounds absolutely insane, and I know, but it works out perfectly. What if they turn up at E3 and they go, okay, we now own Silent Hill and we're going to look at developers to work on this game and we'll figure it out and we'll let you know future on down the line. What if then the Game Awards comes around and they go, oh, you remember that Silent Hill shenanigans at E3? We found our developer. It's Hideo Kojima. He's making the Norman Reedus Silent Hill and also PT is available right now on the Xbox store. Go check it out. Go have a great time. Go love it. That would make so much sense to me. I'm not sure Konami would give up their golden goose in the Metal Gear IP, but Silent Hill, I could see them just being swayed on just to sell it and having then Kojima come in and make the Silent Hill game that he wanted to make would be insane and would be crazy and I would be incredibly hyped for. Just them buying Silent Hill at E3 would be a gigantic announcement in itself but can you imagine then later on in the year having found out that that big Silent Hill game that we all wanted and we all wanted to play except me because I'm a giant weenie but all these horror fans that want 
wanted to play now have access to this game. I'm incredibly hyped for it and I don't play horror games. I don't like them. I'm categorically a giant weenie. I can't deal with scary games, but I am just getting hyped on the possibility of this happening because it means that game can actually exist and those people that were excited for this game actually will be able to play it sometime in the future. And that just gets me well hyped indeed. Now let's tone it down a little bit. Let's talk about Game Pass editions. This is the final part of this show that I'm going to be doing today. And I'm going to start things off with a sour note. EA held their reveal for Battlefield 2042 yesterday and they made it extremely clear that this game would not be on Game Pass, and not by their words, it's by their actions. It just doesn't make sense them putting it on Game Pass when they will be only offering a 10-hour trial on their own competing service known as EA Play. Everything has kind of lined up with EA, where they've also put the game on EA Play as well as Game Pass. They've kind of always been on both, and I think that's going to happen again here. Battlefield 2042 will not be on Game Pass. I'm sorry if you were excited for that. It's not going to be. I also kind of think that maybe EA Play will be leaving the service in July slash August. I think that's a possibility. I don't know if that contract has been extended, but I think it's going to be ending very soon. But I do think it's going to be getting replaced with something very cool indeed. I think we're going to get the announcement of Ubisoft Plus coming this winter with all the Ubisoft games that will be launching this year to be included on Game Pass. And I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool indeed. And I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. But here are all the other games that I think will be coming to Game Game Pass day and date. Scarlet Nexus I think will be available on Game Pass. It just makes sense. No one is talking about this game. No one is excited for this game. I think the Sega partnership continues with Judgment coming in August to kind of hype up for the sequel Lost Judgment. Get that coming out at late August to get people excited. Psychonauts 2 coming in July day and date. I also believe Persona 5 Royal will be coming in July day and date mainly because I wanted to but also because it was rated by the Korean ratings board which rated it for Xbox and PC so I want this to be a thing and games tend to get rated when they're getting close to being pushed out so yes please get me that one that one I'll be very excited about and that's pretty much everything for my predictions I have kind of broken down the lineup for this year and I want to go through it as quick as possible for you so July we'll see you playing Psychonauts 2 Scarlet Nexus on Game Pass and Persona 5 Royal on Game Pass if my predictions are true August will be Microsoft Flight Simulator and Judgment on Game Pass. Then I think in September will be Crossfire X. Then in October, Forza Horizon 5, as well as possibly Back for Blood on Game Pass. However, I think that one will get announced not at E3, but closer to the date. Then November, you've got Halo Infinite, and then December is going to be a quiet month to get you all relaxed and calmed down after those long, heavy game sessions. Then for 22, I think the game lineups are going to be Starfield in late 2022, Wolfenstein 3 in the spring, and then Fable and State of Decay 3. I don't really have any windows for that one. I also think Crossfire X, if it doesn't release in September, will be the first quarter of 2022, but it's one of those things that I'm just speculating on. I've got no information on whatsoever. Hopefully it is the case, but that is everything for this week. That is my predictions. I hope you have enjoyed this week's show. It has been a pretty strange one. We'll be back again shortly on Monday with another episode, and that episode will be focused on recapping everything from the Ubisoft Forward and the Xbox and Bethesda Game Conference. Those are going to be the shows that I'm covering this year. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend and I hope you enjoy your E3 2021. 
Fingers crossed we get some really cool game announcements. Splinter Cell, come on baby, get in my life. I need it now. And while we're here, while we're just chucking dreams out, why not Costume Quest 3 Double Fine? Yeah, why don't we get on that one? I'm just spitting out games that I'd love to see. But that is going to be my time. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend and I will catch you shortly in the next one. But until then, Ghostly out. <laughs>